How dare you tell me I failed? <laughs> I quit Spanish. Thank you very That's much. That's the same thing. No. Quitting is failing. No. Yes, what? It is. I left. I it's tra- the definition I, of failure. I transferred out. No. <laughs> I transferred no. out. No, Senor Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, Senor. See, right then I would have been like, yes, ma'am, I need to go see the uh, counselor. I need to I'm get out. out of here. I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, Jamie was so mad, too. And she still is. She still yes. talks about she it. She still brings it up. Yeah. You left me in that class. Well, I mean, you know, I didn't want to flunk, so sorry. And she stayed in the class, and the teacher knows you. They were there for five seconds. I don't seconds. know. I know. I don't know. I, I have no comment <laughs> about Spanish class. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, first year, I've you know passed, and then the second year, we got a new Spanish teacher. She came in speaking Spanish. I'm like, nope. I need... I can't do this. I need out. Yeah, I need at least to sprinkle some English in there. Like, nope, she was all Spanish. Like, all right, I got to get up out of here. Yeah, it was bad. Well, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Almost Brothers Podcast. Thank you again for joining us today That's on right. this lovely evening. And man, it has been a beautiful day today. It was, Just, yeah. You're weird and like cold weather, but yeah, it was for a little the warm. normal people. Oh, okay. The normals, so. <laughs> quote unquote. It was beautiful. It wasn't one bad, one bad. I'll, I'm I'm okay with that. Like I, if it would stay like that, I'd be okay with that. Right. I can't do 104. Right. Feels like 128. Well, yeah, it's fun stuff in Missouri. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, on today's episode, we got a special guest, Pastor Watkins, in the building. Today, we're gonna be talking about how we're just better together. Let's break down some of these walls. Coming up. That's right. You're feeling it. You're feeling it. That's me playing that. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was our, that's our new Richard really did. I was it. digging those ghost notes on the drums. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We should get Tyler to play us something though. That'd be pretty cool for like yeah. a new one. Yeah. yeah. We could do that. It's easy. Yeah, easy peasy. If you say so. I'm I mean, not, a not easy guy. like to play, but I mean like it, easy to record. I could, I could hit the record play. button. I know, right? Tyler ain't nothing. Yeah, don't tell the, him I said that. He's kind of muscular. The five string guitar. No, no? <laughs> just oh, let okay. it go. <laughs> oh, so today's episode we have Pastor Stephen Watkins. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you, brothers? Not too bad. What? <laughs> I thought you were oh, just nodding your head. <laughs> We're on video. Again. They can't hear. <laughs> Should be able to hear my head rattle, right? Well, I, was, yeah. I was waiting on an answer. I was like, is he just going to shake his head? Or is <laughs> just, he going, what's I'm, going on here? I'm not good at this. <laughs> so, how are you doing? Yes. 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 <laughs> like, yes. what? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I know I know. we've been blessed just here in the past few months, just kind of getting connected with you and, and Len Oak. And, and mm-hmm. we're just so excited to, to, uh, to do this together, man, to really come together. And, and we kind of, without well, sounding weird, we kind of fell in love with you. Yeah. yeah and, and just kind of your heart and the, and the way you do things. And it was yeah. like, man, this is really awesome. It's because it's not every day you, you know, you find pastors like that and you find leaders like that. God, uh, and I, I'm going to read a scripture here. I, Heck yeah. I was wondering why God told me to read this this morning. Uh, I was preaching on forgiveness this morning, so I was like, why is he telling me to turn to John 17 about the high priestly prayer? <laughs> well, I was coming on here tonight and wasn't sure what we was going to talk about, but once you shared with me, I was like, God, that's why you yep. want me to read this. So out of the Passion Translation, John 17 Jesus said, and I ask not only for these disciples, but also for all those who will one day believe in me through their message. I pray for them all to be joined together as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. Wow. I pray for them to become one with us so that the world will recognize that you sent me. Wow. Amen. Yeah, I like that. That's God wants us to be together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's just like, you know, when, when God created Adam, it's like, all right, this isn't good. Right. He needs somebody. He needs yes. connection. They need, you know, yes. to, to be together. So, you know, we'll kind of just start just kind of our thoughts on on what we think almost went wrong in, in the church and in church culture of, of why we we seem to put these walls up. You know, of course, you kind of understand, you know, um, 
certain theology may not may not you know right. go, go well. You know, of course, you, there, there's always those lines, but it seems like now it's it's just like literally a name on the building that yes, that right. causes those lines to yep. happen, yep. and we don't want it. Well, we can't associate with that church. Why not? Well, they don't have the same name as us, right? You know, and it's like what what do y'all think? Kind of was was like like the the groundwork for that kind of going wrong and what God really wants and what kind of man man has put up Satan despises unity that's good he he despises unity he he doesn't want to see us sit down as pastors and find common ground yeah. because the moment we find common ground his kingdom begins to well be destroyed yeah All right and and so as we come together as the kingdom of God, that's why we're here. We are here to change the world. We're not here to lose. We're not here to tap out and 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 say, well, maybe somebody else will do it. No, we are here to conquer the nations with the gospel. Yeah, and it takes all of us. It takes the whole body of Christ. It takes uh, it, it takes all different churches. It takes all different walks of life. It takes all different color skin languages. It takes all of us that believe in Jesus because this world means something to God. Yeah. That's why that that's why John three sixteen, for God so loved the world. Yeah. Right. You know, so we're not here to lose. We're not here to just bow down to the devil. We're here to come together as one, just like Jesus' high priestly prayer. We're to come together as one as him and the Father are one. That's good. Yeah. That is very good. And just strengthen one another, you know, yes. iron sharpens iron. Just be, being able to come together and just strengthen one another in our weaknesses and say, hey, you're down. I, let, let me pick you up. Hey, I'm down. I need you to pick me up and, and be able to do that because, like you said, you know, the enemy, that's what he wants. That's that's his time to creep in is when yes. when we're down and we we isolate. It's just in our nature. We want to we isolate ourselves. Well, I don't want to be a burden for anybody. I don't want, you know, and we, we begin to isolate. And that's when the enemy begins to, to creep in and, and mess with our mind and mess with our heart. And then we feel more and more alone. So then we isolate even more. Exactly. And, you know, that connection kind of gets lost. And I think I know one thing for me, I'm, I'm a big like YouTube, like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'll, I'll just sit and watch YouTube. And I think a big thing that really sparked this this talk in, in my heart is just kind of seeing Christian YouTubers that make a living off of just bashing one another. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy to yep. me. Yep. Just like, you know, I understand, again, you know, being able to to look at what somebody's teaching and say, okay, like, here's some problems going on. Right. But, I mean, just, like, trying to rip people apart right. for, like, just stuff that, you know, of course, like, they misspeak. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my gosh, they're a heretic or they're this yeah. or they're that. And it's like, we should be lifting each other up exactly. a lot more than we should be tear- tearing each other down. You know, yeah. of course, we want to be able to, to check each other and say, hey, man, you know, maybe – Maybe watch, you know, what you're saying or what did you mean by this or whatever. But it just seems like we just want to attack each other. Like, is that something that y'all said? Because I know, like, Facebook, I mean, any social media, it's like crazy. Well, that's, you know, and that's the thing on social media because everybody's living their best life, right? Yeah. So anytime you put anything on Facebook, it doesn't matter what it is on social media. It will be attacked by somebody. Yeah. Somebody out there is going to attack it. And we've talked about this before, how if just in – any town, any area, whatever, if all the churches would come together as one body, just what kind of move of God that would be? Yeah. You know, what would that even look like? Right. But the problem is ego gets in the way. These pastors of these churches, who would lead? That yeah. would be the conversation is right. who would be the leader of this of this church. And I just think if we could just set all that aside and just focus on what God wants. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It looked like heaven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the youth rally, the Mark youth rally. Yeah. I was sitting in the back. You guys were leading worship. And I look around and I see all types of walks of life in there. Yeah. I see, and I I hate to throw denomination in there, but you see Southern Baptists. You see General Baptists. You see assemblies of God, non-denominational. You see all these different walks of life, and here we're packed into this church. I mean, that was heaven on earth. Yeah, that's right. what God desires. He yeah. wants us all to get together and just 
dethrone the devil. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and so when I saw that, and, and I saw it a lot last year, but just with the young people, with that meeting, just right. in particular, I, I look and I was like, God, this this is heaven on earth. Yeah. It's your kingdom come, your will be done. Here, here it is, right, right here, you know, right in front of us. And I don't think, and maybe some some people are not there yet. So we, we got to pray that God would reveal Himself to them in that way. But when you see all that, you're like, God, this is what it's about. Yeah, here it is, right here. And God's saying, here it is, right, right. here. You know, you can feel that sense that still small voice going. Here it is. Right. Here it is right here. Here look at all these people in here, you know. Yeah. And uh and 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 see the thing is is like what I discovered especially last year through fellowship with other churches and stuff. I don't have to be the preacher. Right. I don't have to be the one that has the microphone to preach. Right. I just I just want to do my part. If Absolutely. my part is praying for people to be healed, then that's what I want to do. Yeah. If my part is witnessing to people, if my part is going out and inviting people to to a meeting or or saying, hey, you know, if you need anything, you know, just some phone call away. If that's my part, then so be it. I, yeah. I'm cool with that. And I think a lot of pastors have this mindset, well, I've got to preach right. for God to move. Right. And that's not true. Right. I mean, you can take the most lowly of preachers and put him behind a pulpit in a move of God and God will use him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me and Pastor Michael, we don't have to preach. We just want to do our part. Yeah, right. We want to do our part in the kingdom of God to see the kingdom advance, see uh, mountains that Satan has put in in our path be removed. Yeah, we just want to do our part. That's so good. <laughs> preach, come on, somebody. Well, and that's really that's really you know again the moment that kind of connected us with you and just seeing that not only did you bring in a worship team from outside. Right. You brought in a speaker from outside. Right. And it's like, you don't see that. Right. A lot, no, especially right. around here. Exactly. You just don't see it. You don't see a church say, Hey, we're going to step aside and just, and, and bring some people in yeah, and bring as many churches as we can together right. and say, you know what? God move. Exactly. <laughs> move me so that you can move. Right. And it's, it's, those type of things that that will begin to to soften people's hearts outside of the church. Right. It'll ruffle some feathers inside the church. That need to be ruffled. That absolutely. need to be absolutely. <laughs> some people that have been comfortable for a little too long. <laughs> right. But it's gonna bring people in and go, What in the world? Like this is cool. Like, let me yeah. check this out. Or even just bring in bring in maybe people that that grew up a certain denomination or a certain thought go, right. well, they're coming together for that. Let me check this out. Let right. me see what's going on. And, and, and God just completely, you know, break, just break their heart and put them back together. It's like, wow, I didn't know that this was something yeah. because I know growing up in the church, we never saw that. If right. it wasn't this, this church, right. They bring in an event. It's gotta be from this organization. Right. It's gotta be a, a, a band from this organization. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, how many people are you missing out on? And how many, especially young people, are you missing out on because you're casting such a small net? Right. Well, you've got to go through this, this, this. You got to go through our school and you got to go and do this. And if you don't check out all these boxes, well, then you can't have a position here. Right. Or you can't be, you know, in our organization. It's like you automatically exclude so many people. Yeah. Right. You know, I know for me and my wife, you know, we've talked about it kind of your, your, you know, journey where right. it started and, you know, thinking about going through school and, and, and getting your, your degree that way. Right. But some people are just not set up for that. Right. I know me and my wife, there was no way, you know, we had a kid at 16. Right. I couldn't go to five years of seminary school and there's right. no way. Right. So it's like you're, you're automatically exclude. And thank God this wasn't like that in Bible days. Mm-hmm. Paul would have never made it. <laughs> the only time I ever see the church come coming together and, and, and trying to settle uh, an argument was about souls being saved. Yeah. Can the Gentiles be saved like the Jews? Right. Right. They didn't come together and say, well, the carpet's green. Well, I want it blue. Right. Right. <laughs> well, these are Baptists. I'm not sure if we can let right. these folks in here. Yeah. No, they were like, genuinely like, can the Gentiles be saved? Right. Yeah. And look how we people are today. Yeah. Well, can can they really come to church if they're dressed like that? Right. Can oh, they really come to church if they've got that background? Right. Right. Come on, right. come on guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's love them. Yeah. Right. Let's love them. Yeah. You know? and, that's, and that's what, you know, Mike says from the pulpit, you know, 
if you were drunk Saturday night and come in here on Sunday morning, come on. Yeah. We want you here. Yeah. We, whatever you came out of, yeah. come here. God will take care of everything else. You just show up, and yeah. God will too. I know my pastor. He was my grandfather. Uh, pastored my whole life, you know, and, and uh, one thing that he knew before I got saved, he knew that I was on drugs. He knew I was on alcohol. But I, it was put in me as a young boy to go to church, and and it was just in me to do that. Yeah. You know, I didn't know no better, you know, yeah. and praise God for that. Right. But I would come, and I know I'd been up all night partying, drinking, you know, chasing, all those things. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather wouldn't say, no, go outside and wait right. until church is over. Right. No, he would walk up to the door and wrap his arms around me and say, my grandson has come to church. Yeah. Yeah. I smelt like I, I I smelt like a big party, just to right. be honest with you. Yeah. But but he looked through he he his eyes of love that was in him, he looked past all that and saw my soul. Wow. You that's know? awesome. And that's the way we've got to be. And he was right. like that with everybody that was in my situation. Yeah. You know, come on in here. I, yeah. I love you. I'm gonna preach Jesus to you. And yeah. he didn't pull no punches now. He got behind right. the pulpit and he'd tell you, You're going to hell if you don't give your life <laughs> right. to Jesus. Right. right. But it was love and compassion behind yeah. it. It wasn't judging and all those things. It yeah. was love and, and compassion because he knew the potential. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he saw that in everybody, not just his grandson, but everybody that was in my situation. Yeah. And he'd do that with everybody. And so that taught me how to love. Yeah. Even when I was lost, after I got saved, I look back on it now and I was like, man, that was God through my grandfather teaching me how to love the unlovable. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. And it and it prepared you right there where you know, hey, welcoming you in, yep. even though he's gonna tell you what's up. <laughs> yeah. That automatically tears those walls down. Absolutely. So now, oh, now I could receive that because I know this is coming out of love, not yes. attacking me. Yes. You know, so if you start off just attacking right off the job, oh, you smell like beer. <laughs> right. What do you think you're doing? This is a church. It's yeah, like, right. I thought this is where I'm supposed to be. Exactly. Like This is where I, I felt like I needed to be, you know, and right. automatically those walls go up. It's like, and then you try to preach to them. Like, I don't know why they're just dead. They just not getting it. I don't know right. what's going on. Like, yep. well, yeah, you're attacking them right from the jump. <laughs> right. And it's like, I mean, we I've, I've seen drunks walked out of church. Yeah. Like, Deacons, walk, oh, you can't be in here. Walk them out. Yeah. I'm like, man, what if a prostitute walked in? Come on. And just said, you know what? I, w- I was up all night and I was working, but I need something. Yeah. Right. My life needs to change. I know I feel this pull. Yeah. And I know most churches would walk her out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's got a mini skirt. <gasps> yeah. Right. Pearl clutch. Yeah. And it's like, what are we doing? Like, it's the total opposite of who Jesus is. Exactly. You know, it's like, you know, the woman caught in the act of adultery. She was probably half nude. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, no, she needs to put some clothes on. Like, I, we can't. She's like, no, I'm going to get down to where she's at. I'm going to get right. face to face with her. I'm going to get down in the dirt with her and show her, hey, I love you. Yep. You messed up. Mm-hmm. You know that. Go and sin no more. Yep. And that's that's one of the things that, you know, working with youth is some of these girls, they they dress a certain way, you know, nowadays. And when they first come into church, if if you start hounding them for the way they dress the first time they come, guess what? There will not be a second time. Yeah, They won't come to listen to that. You know, you've got to preach the gospel and let the gospel do that work. Yeah. Amen. At least have a, a relationship with them to where you could say, right. hey, let me pull you to the side. And be, you know, hey, right. maybe – you know, watch what you're wearing. It's like, dang, at least develop some kind right. of groundwork with that first. Like, good Lord. I want to see the church. This is the heart's desire that I have. I want to see the church get back to where if somebody gets arrested for prostitution, they don't take them to jail. They take them to church to hear about Jesus. Right. right. I want to get to a place where, law enforcement where government officials say, Oh man, that person's tormented. They're on drugs. They're on alcohol. Let's, let's take them over here to, to this church over here and and, and let these people love them and and share the good news with them. That's what I, that's what the church is all about. Yeah. You know, and, and and I want to, I want to, people have lost so much 
trust in the church. Yes. And, and I believe that we're seeing a move of God. It, it, It started several years ago, but we're seeing a move of God that is really going to change society the way people think of church. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got to we've got to prepare ourselves. Judgment begins at the house of God. That's we, right. We've got to repent and get the old religious spirit out of us, yes. right. so that we can really be the church for this generation. Yes. Because yeah. this generation is hurting. Yeah. This generation is full of hurt, mm-hmm. and 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 they're discouraged. They're beaten down. And Jesus is saying, "I put you here on this earth to love them." Yeah. nobody else is going to love them, but you, the church, my people are here to love them. Yeah. That's good. That's our, that's our job. Yeah. Yeah. They were uh, in children's church this morning. uh, Both Emma's, I have two daughters named Emma. (laughs) It's confusing. (laughs) Yeah. We don't have that kind of time. (laughs) They, they brought to me what they had learned about this morning in Matthew 22. They were talking about, uh, just the love that we're supposed to show as Christians, yeah. right? And I think that's just amazing to hear my eight, nine, ten-year-old kids coming and telling me that that's that's the point. That's what they're supposed to do is yeah. just love, love one another, and that's that's one of the greatest commandments, right? Yeah. And how we've forgotten that, I don't know. I don't know at what point that got thrown away. I think, I think the a, a big thing is money, and and account of how many people are in service. Mm-hmm. We we churches almost prioritize that over anything else. Like, oh, we had two hundred people this morning. Yeah. Oh, praise God! Oh, what a great service! Like, yeah, but were lives changed? Right? Yeah. Are people discipled after that? What right. next? You know, how many people went down the altar? How many people did you follow up on? How many people? You know, it's. Not just how much you got in the collection plate and how many heads you had in the right. building. Right. And we focus so much on that because that looks good. You know, it's almost like the, well, oh, I preached the message and 50 people came down to the altar. Oh, it must have been a good message. It's like, that's not the determination of whether the message right. was good or right. not. Exactly right. You know, and it's like, it, we've we've just lost sight because of, of we, we want to be so well-liked by man. We want we want people to look at us and go, oh, that's a good church. Why is it a good church? Well, they got a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's people's that's how they judge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I think too is is Jude talks about turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. And what that means is is a lot of people, even in those day, in the Bible days, were ter- making the grace of God out to be a license to sin. Yeah. Well people are so scared, well, how do I how do, how do I, uh, you, you know, uh, walk that line of, hey, I've got to love people, but I've also got to preach against yeah. things. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so people don't know how to meet in the middle with that. They're either so extreme that they're mean yeah. and judgmental, right. or they're on the other hand so extreme that they look, you know, they say, well, you know, it's okay to be a sinner. That's right? good, yeah. Well, no, it's not. There's got to be a fine line there where we love and we also preach the Bible. That's good. Right. And sometimes <laughs> you're not going to want to hear what the Bible has to say. Right. Uh, there have been times in my life where I have opened up the Bible and I said, well, God, I'm not so sure about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've automatically got to assume that I'm wrong. Right. Yeah. Because exactly God, right. Is, God is right. Yeah. His word is right. His word is pure and perfect and holy. So when I open the Bible and I read something that, boy, just really convicts me, I've got to automatically assume I'm the one that's wrong. And so what has happened is, is people have went to extremes. They're either so, you know, preaching against things that they, they present themselves as judgmental and hate and all those things. But then again, there are people that present so much the other way that they don't preach against things, you know? So my my thing is if it if you preach the word of God, you preach the pure word of God, and you're gonna come across things where you're like, Man, this is not going to go over well with yeah, a lot right. of people. Yeah. But you trust God, you preach the word of God and know that his word is gonna do what it's supposed to do. Right. It's gonna convict people and it's gonna draw people to Jesus. Yeah. And so there's a fine line there. You have to have love, but you also have to stand your ground. On the word of God, yeah, 
And people are so afraid to do that nowadays because they're they're so scared that, like Pastor Michael said, well, they they're not going to like me right. if I preach this. Right. Yeah. You know, don't worry about that. Yeah. God will handle all that. There are going to be people in your life, and 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 it's hard to swallow. It's a pride thing that yeah. are just not going to like right. what you have to say, right? Because what you have to say is what God says. And people don't like to hear that. They yeah. don't like to hear what God has to say because people think it's okay to live in sin. It's okay to do those things. But what we have to do is is we have to preach with love and compassion, but also with boldness. Yeah. And only a child of God has the capability of preaching boldly, but also preaching with love. Right. You can you can have both of those things. And I, I mean, I, I'm first one to say it. You know, people have to come to a place in their life where they're going to be loving and caring, but also bold and courageous, like a line. Yeah. You know, there's a fine line there, and uh, you know, so many people are just like, "Well, it's just easier just to be okay with things." Right. No, well, let's preach the word. You right. Know? Right. It's like, what's the point then? What do you like? What I don't get it. Well, I, I think it's you know we've which I don't want to interrupt you. Uh, You're fine. I think we we've forgotten the, the the relationship aspect of it because if you, you could preach the truth, and people will will accept it a lot more if you have a re, if you have a real relationship with yes. it. if you're just real with them yeah just like, be real stop coming from this holier than thou I've never <laughs> messed up like have a real relationship because I know I, there's people I respect that'll come with me with a hard truth and I'll just I'll Oh man, you know what? Yeah. You're right. Why? Because we have a relationship. Yeah. I know you're coming from a place of love, but no, we just want to preach at them, preach at them, and preach at them. Yeah. It's like you don't even know them though. Why don't you get to know them first? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like almost like witnessing. It's like you just go up to them. Hey, you need to get in church. You know, you're you're doing wrong. It's like you don't even know me, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. how about you get to know me for? Hey, how's your day going? How's yeah. everything going? What's your name? You know, get get some groundwork first there's right. there's nothing wrong with like you're saying there's nothing wrong with with witnessing the people and being bold but also i see more fruit out of building relationships yeah with absolutely people. i i tell you there was a gentleman that just got saved he got saved new year's eve we baptized him new year's day and i had been witnessing to this gentleman for six years wow six years i'd been ministering to him wow and every time he we didn't he didn't on the note. Well, I'm just not ready for all this. And I say that's cool, man. Let's just have a word of prayer, and you you call me when you are. Yeah. But I'm just going to come back over here and you know love you and minister to <laughs> yeah. you. And he's like, yeah, that's great, you know. And, and 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 sometimes it wasn't even talking about Jesus. It was talking about hunting and fishing, right, you right. know, just building a relationship. Well, then finally, I'm fixing me a cup of coffee at ten thirty, uh, ten thirty a.m. Uh, New Year's Eve, and I see number calling it's brother i've been witnessing to he doesn't say hey how you doing he doesn't say hey man you know i'm having a tough time the first thing he says is this i'm ready oh, i was wow. having a blonde moment i said <laughs> for what <laughs> where are we going you know right. he's like no 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 you know what i'm talking about i said i'll be over there in 10 minutes yeah drove over there he was ready we we prayed he cried out to god to save him and change his life, repented, and all those things that are so important, part of salvation. And the next, you know, that Sunday, uh, New Year's Day, we baptized him. But six years right. of, of relationship. Of relationship. Right. Yeah. You're exactly right. I could have went over there and said, well, this right here says we've all sinned, come short yeah. of the glory of God. You need to get saved. You're going to hell. I would tell him those things, yeah. but it was through a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I know God's got great things for him. Yeah. You know, but it six years, right? Six years of building a relationship, and uh, now his whole family's in church. That's amazing. So awesome. Isn't that awesome? Wow. Whole family. And we've we've got me and Mike talk about this all the time. We've gotten to a point, especially in this country, because we don't have a clue how blessed we are to live in this country to where we have the religious freedoms that we have. And that's because we haven't seen any other options, right? you know, but we've gotten to a point to where you can't disagree unless you hate somebody. Yeah. Oh, you don't agree with me. Well, you hate me. Right. No, I just don't agree with your opinion. Well, number one, cause it's wrong. Yeah. But you, you, you just can't have a different opinion from somebody without it turning into hate speech. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't understand that. 
I love the, there's like some meme, it's like, find it in the Bible. Yeah. Like yeah. That's all it said. Like somebody's <laughs> yeah. trying to argue, it's like, find it in the Bible. Yeah. Show, find me it the in, Bible. Yeah. Show me the Bible. Yeah. Show me the word. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that and that's so true. It's like, it's almost like you, they, people purposely try to get you to disagree with them so yep. they could say, well, you just hate me. It's like, no, I just, yeah, it's right. okay. We talk about my buddy Mike C all the time. We disagree on every front, yeah. religion, politics, sports, <laughs> Soda, like yeah. every <laughs> type of, of, and I, we love each other to death. And it's like, what happened to that? Uh, it, being able to meet in the middle and say, hey, look, this is what I believe. I'm going right. to stand firm on it. Yeah. You can believe whatever you want, but I'm still going to love you. Yeah. Because one day, that relationship, man, I'm waiting on that moment where he walks in and goes, hey, man, I, I need God. Exactly. I need God. And it, and it's just years and years of, of just this relationship of not beating him over the head he knows where I stand. I know where he stands. Right. Just and, love on him. And it's difficult to it's frustrating to do that because you have to you want to see that fruit. You know, you want to see people come to Christ and to continuously build that relationship and you feel yourself getting there with them, you know, they're getting it and then it doesn't work out. And like you said, six years of that, you yeah. know, it, yeah. it's a frustrating thing, but it's so important. Yeah. It is the most important thing that you're going to do with any individual person yeah. is to get them to that point. Yeah, that's good. And I wanted to ask you also, uh-huh. I mean, you don't have to say your age on here if you don't want to, but you're you're young. You're younger. 34. Okay. So do you see the, those same lines that, we, you know, we talk about maybe denomination or maybe, you know, name over the door. Because I know I have, I've, I've I've dealt with it too. Is oh well, he's just so young. I don't know if we can have him do this or do that. And they almost draw lines of like, you're not seasoned enough to <laughs> to do this, or you're not, you know, it's what, just you like, pork steak, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, I used to think I started preaching when I was 20 years old. I got saved when I was 20 and accepted the call to ministry when I was 20. And I I look back almost 15 years now. And and I look back at that Stephen, and that Stephen was he was mean spirited. Yeah, I had a mean spirit about me. I, I had that what we were talking about beat somebody over the head with a Bible. Right. Right. I, I was mean about things. I I, I was I because yeah. I, I thought, well, that's how you got to be. You know, if yeah. you don't agree with me, then you're going to hell, and that's all there is right. to it. Right. But. As I grew from that, and my wife, she she had a lot to do with the changes because she just loves people. Yeah, I mean, she just loves people, and she'd say, "Stephen, why are you so mean?" I'm yeah. like, "Well, I I, I, I got to be. I, I can't let my guard down, you know." And she's like, "No, no, you you got to love people and encourage them." And, and I was like, "I just I can't do that." Yeah, and then finally. I was sitting in seminary, and 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 Doctor B. Gray Allison come in, one of the greatest evangelists to ever live, and he taught us personal evangelism. And he come in, and for two weeks straight, all he would say is, "Have y'all ever been to Thailand?" And we'd look around, and we say, "No." Well, 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 Thailand's lost, and we've def- desperately got to win them to Christ. We've got to share the love of God with them. And he would do this for two weeks now. He'd say, any of y'all ever been to New York? And, you know, one guy would raise his hand. Well, well you know, we've got to desperately win New York to Christ and, and go and preach the good news of Jesus Christ and love them and encourage them to come. And he just did that for two weeks straight. That's all he talked about. At first, you're like, why is he doing this? Right, right. Why does he keep saying this stuff? And then finally, you realize, oh, my gosh, he, he's putting a heart of evangelism in me. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's all I could think about was loving people and yeah. leading them to Christ so everywhere I went. And, and it took that, of course, my wife encouraging me, but sitting in that class for – that semester of of him just sharing evangelism with us, yeah. just pure raw evangelism. And man, one time I got done, all I wanted to do was love people and yeah. lead them to Jesus. Yeah, I didn't want to be mean to them. Yeah, I just wanted to share the good news with them. Yeah, and and he and he taught us that God used him as a tool, my wife, him, and so many others on how to just love people. 
and and encourage people. Yeah, you you have to stand your ground and and preach against sin and 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 tell people you know what the Bible says, all those things. But you got to do it in a spirit of love. And and you know, going back to the denominational thing. <laughs> Of course, I, I pastored General Baptist Church. Uh, I was a independent, fundamental, King James only, red back hymnal, jumping the oh, pew. Gosh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Baptist growing up, yeah. And uh, and and I just saw that you know General Baptist, you know they they got they're small, but they also got a heart for evangelism, and that's that's what I'm all about is evangelism. And so you know, we just kind of God just put it all together, but. You know, one thing about it is, is I'm I'm not here to compete with my other brothers and sisters in Christ that are that are have a heart for ministry and want to see people saved. Hey, look, anything I can do to help you, I want to do it yeah. because if you've got a heart to see people saved, man, and love people and disciple them and, and make disciples, the Great Commission, right? Man, I I can get behind that. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. I I, I can support that. Uh, but so many times we get this competitive spirit. Yeah. Well, how many did uh, how many did Remnant have today? You yeah. know, how many yeah. did Linoke have today? Right. Who cares? Right, right. If if you had fifty and I had forty, praise God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you had a thousand and I had three hundred, praise God. Yeah. Amen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and if and if if somebody comes walking the doors at Linoke and they would feel more comfortable at a style of church like y'all's. It's a little different than ours. Yeah. You know, I need to be the type pastor that says, you know, I'm going to introduce you to pastor Mike. Right. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what we've got to get. Yes. To. So pastor friend of mine, and I'll share this story. Pastor friend of mine, they, um, he was telling me the story about some pastors he's friends with that they had a praise and worship leader and, the church he was at was more of a hymnal type church. They just couldn't get behind the praise and worship. And, and that's okay. Well, instead of the pastor saying, well, you need to just sit down and, and we'll figure something else out. He calls his other pastor buddy and says, Hey, I heard y'all were looking for a praise and worship leader. I got your man. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah, man. That's yeah. church. Yeah. That's brothers and sisters right. in Christ. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't hear for you don't hear about that. No, right. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's the way we've got to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, and then these these you know leaders they're so threatened. <laughs> oh, I got to hoard and I got to keep and I got and it's that's what I love about I get to send youth over to your you know they're talking about oh I think I'm gonna go check that out I'm like they're awesome yeah pastor's yeah. awesome go over yeah, there yeah. you know it's because that is what it's about it's like because guess what if Lynn Oak has 10 people get saved. It's the same as remnant having 10 people get right, saved. It's like, exactly. sweet, let's go. We're on yep. the same team. Like right. that's 10 more added to yeah, the team. Right. Amen. You know, Amen. it's like, well, it just, and it, all it is, is just, it is, is self pride and a bunch of leaders that, that are too big for their bridges yeah. and think that they're actually doing something. Right. Look what I'm building. Look what I'm doing. Look, no, 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 no. You're blessed to be able to do it. Yeah. You're blessed to be able to be used by God. And we 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 start to put these leaders, and they put themselves on a pedestal, thinking that they're doing this. And it's like, so anytime somewhere go, somebody goes somewhere else, or try, or even talks about going, so oh, what are you what are you going there for? Like, well, what what do I need to do? Like, what? Are, it's like, no, maybe it's just people's season to go somewhere else. Right. It's like we need to have enough faith in God and enough faith in ourselves to be able to say, you know what. This is awesome. Let me call, let me hook you up with yeah. this guy. Let me hook yeah. you up with this church. I think yeah. it'd be a great fit for you. Maybe you're moving to this town or thinking about moving yeah. or your job's there. Like, man, I know this great, awesome preacher. Like, you should go check that out. Self kingdom has to be destroyed. Yes. 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 In denominationalism and non denominationalism. Yeah. Just in Christianity, period. Yes. Right. Self kingdom has to be destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not just my kingdom, it's yeah. not just y'all's kingdom. It's the kingdom of Christ. Yes. Right, right. We're part of that kingdom, and we need to build each other up. The Bible says in the Acts 2 that they had fellowship. They broke bread together from house to house. They had all things in common. Yeah. Well, let's fast forward to that to 2023. What does that mean? That means that pastors, y'all are just as important to Lynn Oak Church as everybody there. 
Right. I, I'm just as important to remnant. Yes. Even though absolutely. I'm not there. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm not there Sunday after. So I, we're, we're all important. We're all accountable to one another. We're all to build each other up. Yeah. No matter if you're in Malden, I'm in Clarkton, whatever. Right. We've got to be the kingdom of God in its fullness, not just Pastor Stephen's kingdom. Right. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I want my kingdom to be destroyed and I want the kingdom of Christ to live in me right. fully. Yeah. Well, that's we were talking. Sorry, no, no, you're good. We were talking today about uh, we've started uh, our first Wednesday of every month. We have uh, worship night. Yeah. So May third, we're doing the uh, yeah the youth rally yeah, at, yeah. at your church down yeah. there. So he's like, "Well, are we going to move our worship night back a week, or are we just going to have church down there?" And we're All like, right. "We're just going to go down there right. and worship with them." It's exactly. a it's a no brainer. Yeah. You know? And once we get to that point to where it's okay to worship together, it yeah. is okay to cross those walls yeah. and to to be together in the name of God, then that's when the move of God is really going to happen. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what we we're talking about. It's like, let's just meet up here and all go together. <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. like that'd be awesome to, yeah. to be able to walk in and just all praise together. Yep. And again, it's not. It's not just talk. You know, this is it's great ideas. It's great. Oh, yeah, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do. Like, you've done it already. Right. Not only reaching out for these events, but also, you know, we had our Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I put on, hey, man, we're looking for tables. You know, just kind of putting it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You're the, the first and only that got back. With, I've got a lot of pastor friends. Yeah. yeah. You're the first and only to go, hey, <laughs> I got some chair. How many you need? Yeah. yeah. How many you need? And it's like even something that simple, like, oh, we can't give it to them. We they're not part of our church, they're not part of our right. organ, you know, and it's like just something so simple as that, you know, what are we gonna do with something big and, right. and wanting to put together, hey, we want to do a citywide revival yeah. where every church comes out and has a part. Right. Yeah, well, they might take our people. Right. I don't know. I don't <laughs> it's just like how are we ever going to see, you know, we want revival, but we want it our way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, it's got to look like this and sound like this and do like this. And it's got to be part of this. Last, last year when we were having all these church to church meetings, awakening services, uh, I would contact pastors and I'd say, uh, Hey man, we're having these services and so-and-so is going to preach here. And they'd say, well, that's a Pentecostal church. Yeah. And I'd say, <laughs> yeah, but, you, that's a Southern Baptist pastor preaching a Pentecostal church. And I'm like, yeah, so? Yeah. And they'd say, well, well are, are, is that okay to do that? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right. It's awesome. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and I'd say, matter of fact, the Pentecostals going to come down to my church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Switching off. Yeah. And I had a pastor tell me, God love him. I mean, I love him to death. But he says, it's highly likely you will never see me at one of those meetings. And I'd say, why? I just can't get past the whole diversity. Wow. That's crazy. And, I, <laughs> like, and I'm like, well, how are you going to enjoy heaven right. if you're going? Right. You know, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. At that point, you're like, well, hold on a second. Yeah. And, and 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 so I just got to a point in my life where and I, and I've always God's always used me in that way, and, and I'm not bragging on myself. It's just how He's chosen to use me. You know, I, I I can preach at Assembly of God Church. I can preach at General Baptist Church, Free Will Baptist Church. I've preached in all of them pr- yeah. pretty much. I've even preached in a Presbyterian church before <laughs> and a Methodist church. Uh, because the thing is, is I'm not going in there with an the agenda, right? Right. The only thing I'm going in there is to preach Jesus. Yes. And if we can't agree with Je- with Jesus right. theology, <laughs> right. then something's wrong. That's right. a problem. You know? yeah. Yep. And because uh, what's the preacher that says that Bill Johnson that says that Jesus is perfect theology? Yeah. Yeah. You yep. know? The church got away from that at yes. some point. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, we started looking at, well, this is my thought on this. Yeah. Well, what does Jesus have to say yeah. about this? Right. Yeah, that's you know? always the first place you need to go. <laughs> yes, what and does Jesus say? And even is that even important? Like, why are we arguing about something so stupid? Oh, I have a hat on in church. What? <laughs> How is that something we're wasting time arguing about? Right. Like, what exactly. is going on right yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just it's crazy, man. I, I, I mean, think I think the pride needs to be broken. The religious spirit needs to be broken, and just getting back to. Acts chapter two, yeah, 
where we just fellowship and encourage one another, break bread from house to house. I mean, it's so important because the world, whether we want to admit it or not, the world is watching the church. Yes, absolutely. They have their eyes glued on what the church is doing. And if, if they see the church, well, pastor Michael, he pastors remnant. He can't come preach at Lynn Oak. The world sees that. Yeah. What are they going to say? Well, well, if they can't get along, why in the world would I want to be in a place like right. that? Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, and and, and, and no doubt about it. And I, and I think it's so important. We do have to guard against false prophets yeah. and mm-hmm. false teaching and things like that. But the thing is, is we can't be afraid to communicate with one another, talk to one another, and find out where we all stand. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and and, and the thing is, it's so funny how <laughs> how the spirit of God does. I didn't have to ask Pastor Michael what, where he stood or anything like that. I just walked up to him and was like, this guy's a man of God. The Spirit right. of God just bears witness. Yeah. You know, we just bear witness with one another. And, uh, you, you know, it's just it's it's awesome how the Spirit of God puts things together like that. Yeah, it, yeah, really it is. is. Yep. The way he looks, you got to have the Spirit of God. <laughs> yeah. that, oh, he gosh. does not look like yeah. A traditional pastor. Right. Yeah. That's okay. I, yeah. I love we're out at Walmart or something, and I'll be like, yeah, this is my pastor, and people always make that face. You know, it's like, really? That's that, yeah. that your? Yep. I'm like, oh. <laughs> hey. Hey, from my experience, that's good not to look like a pastor. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yep. So I'm like, you know, I'll wear a, a blazer every now and then. I'm like, this is about as dressed up as y'all's going to get. I'm sorry. Even Come that's on, got man. a tank top underneath. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, funny. back in the, the the new movie coming out, um, Jesus Revolution. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, it looks amazing. It looks really yeah. good. Yeah. I want to see it. Ma'am, uh, uh, Greg Laurie says something in the little preview deal that I watched. He said, America's ready for another one of these. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yes, come on, <laughs> yep. come on. bring yep. it. Yep. I'm ready. Let me do my part. Right. You and know? That's, man, if we could just get a hold of just that viewpoint. Yeah. Let me do my part. There it is. I do not have to be in front of a camera. I don't have to be in front of a microphone. Just let me be involved yeah. in any way. Well, even that whole movement, it was hippies with long hair and no <laughs> shoes. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's so cool because it's like these – I've seen somebody, it might've been on that, on the preview where, where the guy's just like this next movement, God is calling people that don't look right. the part, right? You know, that are just broken and tattoos and just like all the like crazy. And it's like, just come from these crazy backgrounds. It's like, God did what? Yeah. Wow. And, and just, that's where revival is going to break out. And it's like, that's crazy to think about. Like, yeah. That you know, we have a picture of church in our head. All of us, yeah. you go to church. It's like, okay, a bunch of you know people in suits and ties. And it's like, it's like, but is that what it's about? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And 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 one thing that I, I've heard this from several different sources that had no idea each other existed. When it does break out the, the revival and stuff and awakenings and all these things that we pray for and preach about and encourage people to seek God about things like that. They've all said this one thing. It might be the same thing. I, oh my goodness. I'm getting goosebumps. It's going to start right here in Missouri In Missouri. Yes. I've heard that too. Yep. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard that from several sources and, and I think about this and I pulled a map out one day and, uh, I grew up in the 90s, so I still remember the maps. Um, Having to memorize them. Yeah, yeah. memorize them. Yeah. And I look at the map in the center of the whole world, our earth, Yeah, to me, is Missouri. Yeah, It's a reason why they call it the heartland. I'm right. Like, this is the center. And it is. Yeah. yeah. It is the heartland. Yeah. And so I, I just believe that there are people moving from all kind of. I, I've I've met people from ever. Uh, I, I met a person uh, moved from Minnesota. Then another pastor friend of mine called me. He's like, man, I met a person that moved here from Alaska. Yeah. Like, why are all these people moving here? Yeah. There's a reason. Right. Something is stirring, man. Yeah. It is stirring, and it's going to be awesome. We we live in. I, I know there's a lot of doom and gloom preaching that goes on. Yeah. I'm not a doom and gloom preacher. Yeah. I'm an optimistic preacher. I believe we're living in special times. Yeah. Right. 
I, I believe there's going to be a move of God like this world has never seen in its existence. I, I just believe that. I believe that it, it's going to happen. I just uh, believe that. I'm ready for that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be amazing. And, and, we'll, and we'll be in the middle of it, and we'll look at one another and go, is this it? Right. This is it. Right. Yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> oh, and I just can't wait just to see, you know, again, the religious just like, oh, what is happening? It's like, you better get on board. Like, you are missing it. You know, because all oh, you'll have people just like, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. You know, that again, haven't been in it, haven't, haven't even went to, to, you know, what's going on. Just, I don't know. It's just, doesn't look right to me it's like why don't you go and find out like god is moving right now it's not gonna look like what you think it's gonna look like you know it's like uh well i think it was a story about the brownsville revival where the dude would like put a bucket on his head yeah and like just being obedient to god like people would be like what in the world is going on with this dude (laughs) or like you know there was a shopkeeper. i can't remember like the full story there was like a shopkeeper and he just he felt god speak to him and say stand on your head yeah and he's like what in the world? He said, I want you to stand on your head. And he stood on his head. And some lady came up to him and said, I asked God, I said, if you're real, make somebody stand on their head. And like a revival yeah. broke out from That's that moment. Just this guy. Yeah. Be, like you people look at that and go, you're out of your mind. What are you doing? God chose the foolish things of this world. Yes. The right. found the wise, yep. the foolish things. And, and man, I tell you, boy, I'm just so excited, man. I just, all the pastor relationships that I've built, and I'm sure you can, you guys can say the same thing that God has just put us all together. Yeah, right. something stirring. Yes, right. something stirring. And that's we talk about that all the time because just within the last five years, I mean, just the connections that have been made yeah. through through the churches that we've been to in this podcast and and, and Remnant and Lin Oak. I mean, it's it's pretty mind boggling just yeah. just the way God moves in every situation and to watch that and to look back on it and be like, Whoa, that's yeah. what he did there. He's looking for the obedient. Yeah. yeah. He's looking for those that are going to be obedient. Absolutely. And, and he sees people where us, people we're connected with or wanting to be obedient and God's had to remove some people. Right. God's had to, God's had to move them on to something different and, and that's okay because God's going to put, people together that are going to seek him and have that oneness of heart that Jesus talks about in his high priestly prayer. Yeah. That oneness. And, uh, I'm just so excited to be part of it. Yeah. I I can, I can say that it's probably, I mean, it's probably a beginning of a very long standing relationship between Leno. Oh man. It's so awesome. No doubt about that. And it feels like a, you know, lifetime of relationship right within a short period of time, you know, and it's just like, just puzzle pieces, just like, oh, it just fits together. Like, Cause, oh, cool. Because we see it. Yeah. We've we've seen the real. We've seen the fake. Right. We've seen people come and go. Yeah. And it's like uh, Elijah when he when he's out there and 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 the prophets of Baal they're going to do their thing and pray rain down and Elijah sits over there and says, okay, you you boys go first. And 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 that whole time people had seen the fake because yeah. those bill prophets they couldn't do anything. Yeah. But when Elijah showed up, yeah, he had the real thing. Yeah, absolutely. He he knew the real God, and then the rain came. Then they saw yeah. the power of God. They saw the real, yeah. and and that's that's what I, I that's what I want to walk in is the real. Yeah. Yes. I, I've seen the fake. I've seen the show and all that all yeah. that stuff. You yeah. know, people. My generation, our generation wants something real. Yep. Uh, See right through man. it. Yes. Oh my goodness. Right yeah. through it. They they do. The, man, my kids, I've got a 12-year-old, 11-year-old, and a 6-year-old. My 12 and 11-year-old, they've grown up in 6-year-old. They've all, all three of them have grown up in church their whole life. And they've seen the real and they've seen the fake. Yep. And they will all three tell you, uh, Daddy, I want to see the real. Yeah. yeah. I've I've seen the fake. I want to see the real. Yeah. And that's what they should seek out. Yeah. That is absolutely what they should be looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. What else do y'all have on your heart? Just blessed, man. So good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Gracious, man. I, I'm looking forward to the, the meetings uh, in uh, April 30th through May 3rd. Uh, yeah. I'll, is it okay if I give the preachers yes. the yeah, preachers for the, for yeah. the week? Absolutely. Uh, so I, 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 I'm a nonconformist. 
I believe in <laughs> unity and, and if I just can't conform to religion, I yeah. just can't do it. So I've got an interesting lineup for that week. Um, God laid these ministers on my heart. Uh, Sunday, Sunday morning, uh, well, I'll open it up. Uh, Sunday night, Andrew Holtzhauser, pastor at Kimball Baptist Church in Malden, will be preaching. Uh, Monday night, uh, Pastor Steve Cleffer from the Crusade Center will be preaching. Tuesday, oh, Steve. oh he's awesome. I yeah, love him. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday night, oh, you got to be there for Tuesday night because <laughs> the man's coming. My good friend, Pastor Curtis True, will be, oh, preaching, yeah, be yeah. preaching the gospel that night. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, uh, Remnant's going to be leading worship, and I'm sure the pastor over here have a word or two. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. And uh, and, and uh, Sister Becky Vipperman will be bringing the word that night. All right. And uh, so we're we're looking forward, and if God keeps it going, uh, which I, I'm just expecting something great to happen miracles signs wonders all those things uh i I was telling amanda my wife i was like you know i was like we might have to move this from house to house again like we did last year but we've added a few more yeah you know uh remnants come along and and, and so i mean we'll we'll just i mean we'll just go house to house having church yeah absolutely yeah and and the world's gonna be like oh they've lost their mind and then then they see things happen they're like man i i want to be part of that yeah yeah you know no, God's check good. that out. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that it was a a, a whole revival. Yeah, yeah. Multi. I just thought it was that first that one night. But yeah, we'll, you, you and that starts there. on the the thirtieth, right? Yeah, yep. April thirtieth. Yep, yep, yep. Very and cool. uh, uh, yeah, it's I, I'm 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 excited. I I know God's gonna do something great. Um, I tell you, man, <clears throat> when we met over at Bethel. Yeah. Yeah. I was leading worship at Bethel yeah. for their youth encounter. Uh, I was like, man, I, these guys are kingdom guys, man. <laughs> and, 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 and I didn't talk to you or anything like that. I just, just the atmosphere. I was like, man, these dudes are kingdom men, yeah. you know, kingdom women. I, I got to be part of this, you know? And as soon as we connected, sure enough, yeah. I was like, ah, these are kingdom folks. You yeah. know, I, yeah. I, I like That's it. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very cool. Yeah. And to see those connections work out. For God's purpose, it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see people. I mean, gosh, man, just the uh, just all the lives that have been changed. You know, I've been hearing such great things, good reports from from you guys, what y'all are doing. You know, and and I encourage you, man, keep keep going, yeah. keep going. Satan's going to try to fight, but greater is He that's in us and He who is in the world. Yeah, yeah. You have a purpose, man. God put that church there, put you guys all together because He has a great purpose for you in this town and i believe that i believe that with all my heart appreciate it yep yep come on well we thank you guys for listening to us what was that were you checking your pockets what was that i was just taking a breath (laughs) he just gone i don't know what that was man i was just uh taking a breath this has been a really good one so good man uh we want to thank pastor from lynn oak down there at Clarkton, Pastor Stephen Watkins. What is your service time so people know? Uh, so let's see. Sunday school is at 10. Well, 945, we meet for prayer. Uh, 10, 10 o'clock Sunday school, 11 worship, uh, 6 p.m. Uh, evening worship on Sundays. Uh, Wednesday nights, uh, 7 p.m., we have life groups for all ages. Um, we try to pack it out, man, every, okay. every time we get together. And uh, we've got... Uh, this year we've dedicated this year to prayer. So every day we have somebody designated to be at the church in our prayer room praying. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, let's see. Every Sunday night we have these banners set up, and these banners have uh, uh, what what we're praying for. So we've got revival, community, country, church, and missions. So every night we gather around, or every Sunday night we gather around those banners and we pray over all the needs that those banners represent. So awesome. for for instance, church, we don't just pray for Lynn Oak, we pray yeah. for Remnant. We pray right. for uh, churches in our town, churches in your town. We pray for all churches church everywhere. Church as a whole. Church as a whole, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, when we pray for missionaries, we don't just pray for our missionaries. We pray right. for all minis- missionaries right. that are going out. Yeah. Uh, when we pray for community, we don't just pray for Clarkton. We pray for all the communities. Yeah. You know? uh, when we pray for our country, we, we pray for 
for for everybody, every state, you know, from Hawaii to Alaska to Maine to right. Washington. We pray for the whole country, and uh, because man, things happen when you pray, right? Yeah. And so when the disciples they were being persecuted, they were told not to preach in the name of Jesus anymore. The Bible, what did they do? They didn't say they took tail and ran. Right. It didn't say they cowered down and uh, conformed to the religious leaders. The Bible says they come together and they prayed. Yeah. And things happen when you pray. They shook the world. Yeah. They turned the world upside down. Right. They could have cowered down. They could have, but we wouldn't be sitting here today if they did. Right. Instead, they took a stand and they preached the the truth of God's word, and this world was changed. This world will never be the same if we would just. Get back to being the church. Yes. Yeah. Big C church. Yes. You got anything else, brother? No. Do you want me to do the pat? Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that move was that you did. I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's a reason we're friends. I have no idea why at this point. We'll but, figure it uh, out one of these days. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll pray about it. Appreciate it. <laughs> if you do not have a home church, please join us at Remnant. Uh, our services are at 10 a.m. Sunday, 4 p.m. Sunday. Uh, thank you for listening. Love you guys.